Hello, and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. This is episode 56, and I am your host, Kevin McTaggart. Um, let's see. What do I want to start off with? I, I got some flack on Twitter. I, I, got, I don't know if I necessarily had a lot of people against me on Twitter, but, it, like, I I put out a tweet... And I had a lot of reaction from it, but I feel like even now with Twitter at 280 characters, I almost said calories, it it was still difficult for me to express what I was truly trying to say. Um, So let me, I'll tell you what I tweeted. Like I I tweeted that, uh, what did I say? What the hell did I say? I said... I, well, I I was talking in reference to the whole um, Trump shithole controversy. You know how he how he called them uh, third world. You know certain like he called like Africa and Haiti shitholes. You know, and that that of course got a lot of people mad, deservedly so. But like, here's what I was. Here's what I said. What the fuck did I say? I don't even know. Um, oh, here is my what my tweet was. My original tweet, where I got like reactions from people, and I don't know. I just just makes me nervous whenever I get like a reaction on Twitter about stuff because I don't know if they hate. Because social media is a deep, dark, evil place. <laughs> Most of the comments that you get on social media are, like, just mean-spirited, I think. You know? I'd have to say the majority... I'm not sure what the percentage is, but, like, anytime... Anytime you look at, like... For, like... Like, if you look at the WWE, you'll see that they get, like, a whole shit ton of, like, just... Evil, dumb, stupid comments... You know, from people. Mean-spirited stuff, you know? Or any celebrity. Like, people are just so mean and stuff like that. It's just, it's disgusting, really. So, like, anytime I get a response to a tweet that I put out, you know, I get nervous. I get nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, they must disagree with me. Because, like, I I don't want to, de- I'm not trying to debate people. I'm just trying to, like, explain explain my opinion. And, like, in this case, like, this tweet, this is like I said, had to do with the Trump shithole controversy, and no, the shithole does not refer to any uh, hotel that he owns. Though I've never stayed at a Trump hotel, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I ever will. I mean, I probably would stay at a Trump hotel if it was like reasonably priced. You know, I'll, I'll stay anywhere. Love the Booking dot com app. If Booking.com wants to sponsor the McTaggart Attack podcast. But I'll, I'll, I'll list our sponsors later on in the episode. Um, anyway, let me get to this tweet that I was trying to talk, that I've been talking about. So I said, I hate Trump as much as anyone else. But I had no clue that shithole was racist. Let's try to get Trump on something else besides this, okay? 
my 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 reaction my my reason for this tweet was just to be like look look he shouldn't have said it he shouldn't have called those countries shitholes all right he shouldn't have he's the president he needs to be more um diplomatic diplomatic i think is the word you know what's not diplomatic Calling other countries shitholes. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if he's aware of this or not, but we all live on, like, the same the, the same planet, you know? And, like, him trying to divide us... He's not only trying to divide us within our country, he's also apparently tr- trying to divide the United States from the rest of the world. Where I, I'm not sure... If he understands that we all have to share the same place. So when he calls other countries shitholes. It just, just, just has bad repercussions. But I'm saying. But like people. Maybe I misspoke in my tweet. Because like I'm not. I mean. Shithole is not racist. But it depends on how you use it. The context. The context to which Trump used the word shithole. Is certainly racist. And he should not have said it. I don't believe he should have said shitholes. Because that was just... As the President of the United States, he shouldn't be using language like that. But I don't think he knows any other language to use, fortunately. So, like... But what I was trying to say, though, was, like... There have been so many things that he's done so far and said. And, like... Let's not... I mean, we, we should all be angry to some extent about his use of the word shithole you know in the context that he used it but let's not try i mean we're we're not going to get him on this we're not going to we're not going to get rid of him on this comment you know i mean it could be like a whole um conglomeration of stuff that he's done but even now he's he really is like the teflon don if you think about it it's like What's it going to take to get him out of office? I mean, I I just, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I had people, like, <clears throat> reply to me on Twitter, basically saying, you know, you know, the word isn't racist, saying countries with brown people are, sh- saying countries with brown people are shitholes is racist. Right, yeah, the context, right, right. Right, and, and and I guess he he I didn't look I didn't read the story I didn't see the entire conversation no I didn't see everything that he said I didn't research it no I I'll admit that I did not research it I was just commenting on how people were so mad that he said shithole uh, but like yeah no he, granted he shouldn't say shithole but we're not gonna get him we're not gonna get rid of him based on the whole based on him saying shithole like. One thing that did, one response that did piss me off, though, was um, somebody, someone, I won't, I can't even pronounce their name, but, like, you said, just vote differ this time. Just vote differ next time. I think he meant to say, just vote different next time. Look, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm not trying to defend Trump. I can understand 
that the context of my tweet would sound like I'm defending Trump. In no way am I defending Donald Trump in this. I'm just saying there's got to be a better way for us to get rid of him. Getting rid of him because he called countries shitholes is bad and wrong, but it's not going to get him, like, um, uh, out of office. You know? You know what's going to get him out of office? It's kind of like what this guy said. We need to vote differently next time. We, as a country, in 2020, need to vote for someone else, provided that that person is not as fucking crazy as Donald Trump. Or as not necessarily crazy, but just like inexperienced and not diplomatic enough. You know, it's just Jesus Christ. It's just the political system is just so fucked up and ridiculous. And I'm just so sick of the whole fucking thing. And it's, it, I mean, people thought, I think people, me, myself included, I kind of hoped that, that Trump be, as president would change things with politics. But it hasn't changed anything. It hasn't made it worse. It hasn't made it better. It's still the goddamn same. Because there's still going to be, you know, the other side not letting the president do anything. It's just like what they did with, what the Republicans did with Obama. The Democrats are doing with with Trump. And it's, it's disgusting. Why don't we just, why can't, why is it such a big deal when we're bipartisan? Shouldn't we always do bipartisan deals? I mean, seriously, we need to talk to each other. We can't just... And the way that we can talk to each other is by not, like, besmirching the other side. It's just so fucking ridiculous that that politics is like this. I don't think this is how... They wanted politics to be. But, I mean, we have to have a conversation with each, other, with each other. We have to, like, we have to, like, you know, learn to, like, get along with each other. And I'm just talking about in politics in general. It's just so disgusting. Like, we just, it seems like one side doesn't care about what the other side has to say, you know? And it's just, it's irritating to me that this, that this happens. So that's basically what I was trying to say, and that's a hell of a lot longer than the 280 characters that Twitter allows. But yeah, no, I don't want, yeah, don't don't call me a Trump supporter. I have not supported him from day one, and I will continue, I mean, I've, I've, no, no. Fuck him. And you can tell me, oh, but you don't research. I read his tweets, okay? His tweets are infuriating. His tweets, I read his tweets, and all I can think of is, oh, why can't he act presidential? Well, it dawns on me after that that, like, once I say that, I'm thinking, it, he is president, so technically, everything he does is presidential. <sighs> it's fucked up. It's just really fucked up. The fucked up world we live in, but it I, I feel like nothing's going to change, like, like I was kind of hoping with Trump as president that it would like spark change in politics, but no, it's not. <laughs> Things are going to stay the same. He's not going to. I mean, yes, 
I hate that there's an opposing side. But at the same time, it's good that that opposing side is there so they can so they can keep the president in check. And I feel like, I don't know if I'm sounding like a hypocrite with this, but like I feel like with Trump as president, we don't necessarily need to be more proactive with this, but it's just like, you need to, you just need to, we just need to watch him. Because, I mean, he is less experienced, and that's just, yeah. He, he, I'm curious to see who's going to be running against him, and I've, I've heard some names, and it just, it disturbs me, some of the names that I've heard. Like, um, I think there was a thing about wanting um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson to run for president, and I'm like, no. No. Why? He has no experience. Granted, Trump had no experience. But seriously, no. Let's stop this trend. We need, like, politicians. We need, like, people with experience. We need, like, people who know, you know, how the system works. And use that system. And maybe I would like to see a breaking of the system. You know? Something just like what I feel like like we need to break is the whole what I hate the two party system. We should just have people run against each other should eliminate parties. You know, I feel like if we don't I'm I'm not saying we have a monarchy. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that like we should just have people running. Don't have don't have them be called Democrats or Republicans or liberals or conservatives shit like that or maybe just have them I don't know I'm not I'm saying get rid of Democrats and Republicans because like I feel like they feel more obligated to helping their own party than helping our country but uh, well that's actually what I used to think I do think that they want to help the country I'm convinced that our politicians want to help our country I'm just. I just question how they want to do it. I I had thought for a while that they that the opposing side, like I'm a I'm kind of a Democrat, so that Republicans were just out there to fuck us over, but not necessarily. I don't think they're trying to fuck us over on purpose. I'm I think they're trying to fuck us over because they they think what they're doing is right when in fact what they're doing is completely wrong. I'm not completely wrong, but just wrong to some extent. Like I mentioned that I mentioned that Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, was running for president. Um, who else is apparently might be possibly running for president? Who I sincerely disagree with is, is is Oprah. I guess Oprah at the Golden Globes um, made this impassioned speech. You know. About uh, and I did. I didn't hear the speech. I didn't listen to the speech. I, I but but uh, everybody was clamoring for her to run for president after the speech. And I'm just like, no, we can't listen. Just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you should be running for president. All right, we need. I think. I think if with Trump as president, if if we learned nothing, we've learned that we we need to like have stricter guidelines for who runs for office. You know? Like, that's just how I feel. Or, 
Also, another thing, like, why, why, why should they just go straight up to president? Why don't they just start at, like, city council and work their way up? But, of course, they'd never want to do that. So, of course, they'd want to run for president. But I just feel like we need to have some sort of a test or some sort of testing or some sort of vetting process for anyone who wants to, wants to run for president, some sort of application process, you know? I, I just feel like that we need to do that, you know, because not, I mean, not everyone can run for president, I don't think. Like, like they want to clamor for, for stricter voter laws, you know, but, but anyone, so, so not everyone can vote, but anyone can run for office? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Because, like, the presidency is the most important job in probably the country. It's the most important job in the world. So, of course, of course, we, we need, like, some sort of testing or processing or, or, or some sort of process to make sure these people who were running for president would actually, you know, not, not, not necessarily be, I guess, would be capable of performing the offices like maybe maybe give them a course or something like that tell them hey when you become president you're going to have to do all of these things just sort of explain it to them i i feel like i know that definitely didn't happen for trump i i, I don't think anyone explained to him what the job is like because i feel like he thinks the job is something else when it's not that at all i mean he i i think he thinks the president is king when it's not that at all because the king answers to no one. The president answers to everyone in the country. So yeah, I, I think, I, I'm, I guess I'm fine with celebrities running for president. Just as long as they are educated and trained and know what the job entails. Like have them go through a course, have them see what it is, have them, you know, show them, you know, show them the course, have them do a course or some sort of testing or some sort of class you know, where they see what the job is like, and if they want to do it, then they can continue to do it, or, you know, just just educate them on what the job is. I, I, I'm all for a celebrity being president, but I want them to know what the, how to do the job before they, before they're, before they win, if, if they win, you know, I just, I think that needs to happen. We need stricter rules like that, because if Trump has showed us nothing, it's shown us that like not everyone should run for president just because they have the means. Just because you have the money doesn't mean you should run for president. You should know what the job is with anything, you know? There may be an interview process. We should have like an interview process for whoever wants to run for president or any type of office for that matter. I just I just feel like we'd be better off if if we properly screened these people, you know? Because, like, what is it down in the South? There's a thing about um, needing to get ID cards. You can't you can't vote if you don't have an ID card, you know? So, why, why since we have such, since we want to instill such strict policies on voters, we need to instill strict policies, well, we need to, you know, instill strict policies on those that want to run for office. Just makes no sense to me.
that we don't do that, but we should. I don't think we do do that because, like, if you have a lot of money, you can run for office because that's the big thing. That's basically all it is, is if you have a lot of money, you can run for office. It shouldn't be like that at all. I mean, that could be a factor, but, I mean, you have to, like, somehow, we have to develop some sort of course or or something or PowerPoint presentation or something, some instruction manual, some sort of give them a test, you know, just because we want these people to, to know how to do the job from day one because I feel like Trump will never learn how to truly be president but that's all I wanted to really say about the politics side I guess I didn't really have much else to say so that's, that, so like yeah what else did I want to talk about today I wanted to talk about um uh, the Boston Celtics, um, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, I think in March, I think in March it is, some date in March, he's going to be um, having his jersey retired. Going to have his jersey retired. Um, and um, there was uh, there was a stupid controversy because a former Celtic, Isaiah Thomas, um, was he was supposed to have a um, video tribute um, a few weeks ago, when the when the Cavs came to Boston, but uh, that was he he had it. Um, he he told the Celtics not to do it because he wasn't going to be starting. He wasn't going to be playing in the game. So they were going to do it the next time they played the Cavs, which was Paul Pierce night. You know when they were going to like um, retire his jersey and honor him and stuff. And Paul Pierce didn't like it. I mean, rightfully so. Paul Pierce has had a long, great career, okay? And if the Celtics are going to retire his jersey, he doesn't want to share it with anybody, all right? So he he has absolutely right to object to having Isaiah Thomas tribute, to have the Isaiah Thomas tribute video. So what pisses me off, like, I saw something last night, I didn't see the clip, but I guess, I, I guess Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce are on... A um the ESPN pregame NBA show together. So. So what happened was, Jalen Rose called Paul Pierce petty for not wanting the Isaiah Thomas tribute, um, on the same night as the Paul Pierce tribute. So, Jalen Rose is a, is a dick. I've never liked Jalen Rose. I, I I like his show Jalen and Jacoby mostly for Jacoby, but Jalen's just a. I'm not a big fan of Jalen. I'm on Team Chris Webber, if that tells you anything. Because um, what was it? Like, like Jalen Rose did that whole Fab Five documentary, and he didn't have Chris Webber on it. And he made it seem like Chris Webber didn't want to be on it. But Chris Webber did want to be on it, but just there was like a timing issue or something from what Chris Webber says. So yeah, I'm definitely on Team Chris Webber. I can't wait for the Chris Webber Fab Five documentary. Because I didn't know who the hell Jalen Rose was. Well, he was in the Fab Five back in college. So I didn't even know who the hell he was back then. We all... It's like they did the Fab Five, but they didn't focus on the best basketball player on the Fab Five, which was Chris Webber, without a doubt. But so, yeah, Jalen Rose calls Paul Pierce petty. And that's just... <laughs> Jalen Rose seems pretty, pretty petty to me to have the Fab Five documentary focused on him. Yet he calls Paul Pierce petty. Jalen Rose, who's pretty petty, 
calls Paul Pierce petty. That's just messed up, in my opinion. Just ridiculous. But yeah, Paul Pierce deserves to have a night of his own. You know? So let him have it. This is a non-issue. This is this was an issue that was created by ESPN for just... Because they don't have anything to talk about. This time of year or whatever. I don't know. It's just... ESPN creates a lot more controversies. They create a lot of controversies and talking points that aren't... That shouldn't be issues. They just raise questions. And ESPN's just all about discussion now and opinions and shit. And all I want are highlights and results of games and shit. I don't give a damn about anybody's opinion on a show. Because I hear the opinions and they just piss me off. And I just don't give a damn about them at all. And it's ridiculous. Just stupid and dumb and uh, hate ESPN. The best thing about ESPN is the Dan Lebertard show and Dan Lebertard's father, Poppy, on Highly Questionable. Those are the two best things on ESPN, in my opinion. Love that show. Love the Dan Lebertard show. I wish I could listen to it a lot more than I could. Because I, I can barely listen to it. Because I don't even have it up here. I have to listen to it online. Or listen to their podcast. But that that's a great show. Because they don't take sports seriously. They've taught me not to take sports seriously. Because you shouldn't. Because it's sports. <sighs> Alright. So now we're going to do... Um, what pisses you off? And uh, usually... I ask people to give me suggestions for them. But sometimes, rarely, I have people suggest stuff. And when that happens, I'm going to talk about it. Because the one who just, one recently who suggested something was a Dalton Boyver. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not really sure. Um, if I mispronounced your name, your last name, Dalton, I apologize. But Dalton sent me an article, and, um, the, the, the article is called KFC Launches Classic Cocktail Recipes Infused with Its Iconic Gravy. So basically... You can, you can, if you've always wanted to drink KFC's gravy, now you can in some delicious cocktails. Oh my god, why don't they just make, wasn't it a Patton Oswald joke to have like an IV, a gravy IV or something like that? Why don't they just do that? Because that's basically what they're doing here. You can drink the gravy. And some delicious cocktails. They have like three stupid cocktails here. They have like the Gravy Mary, which is vodka, gravy, Worcestershire sauce, all this stuff. You can drink. You can drink this stuff. You can drink diabetes. That's great. Yeah. Then there's the Finger Licking Sour, which is more gravy. It's just three different drinks with all gravy. And I'm just like, seriously? This is why we have an obesity problem in America. I mean, what the hell is wrong with KFC? I've never, I don't eat at KFC. I only go to KFC because it's connected to Taco Bell. And I hardly eat Taco Bell anymore because that shit is disgusting. 
But I mean, seriously, what the, the... This is almost as bad as a gravy IV. Like, oh, you can just drink the gravy. Why? Why pour it on food and eat it like a responsible adult? No, no, no. I want to drink my gravy and mix it with some alcohol. That's what I want. It's fucking disgusting. KFC is just disgusting. I'm skeptical of their food. I think it's awful. And this just makes it all worse with having to drink some damn gravy. It's just, it's no wonder we have an obesity problem in, in America when, in our, or in the world for that matter. Yeah. Okay, you know what KFC should do? They should go to Ethiopia and make those kids fat. Why don't they do that? That's a great idea. Why, why is KFC, if they want to make us fat, they should go to like those African countries like Ethiopia. Is Ethiopia still skinny? Is there still a hunger crisis in Ethiopia? Like, seriously, go to these countries where they're starving and, and give them the food and get them fat. That would solve the hunger problem. So that was the what pisses you off. That was something Dalton had shared with me. I don't know if I got angry enough about it, but I'm just like, it's just ridiculous. This is a stupid story. This is a, I can't believe this is actually happening. KFC making alcoholic beverages. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Thank you, Dalton, for sharing this with me. If you want to share something with me, anybody wants to share something with me, just find me on the various places. Like, you know, I have my Twitter at Kev McTee. I have the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. I have my own Facebook page. Um, I have two YouTube channels now, my own personal YouTube channel. And I have the YouTube channel for the McTaggart Attack podcast. Um which this next episode will be showing up on um, sometime tonight, I hope. Um, so I think that's it. Um, upcoming shows, I have Totally Inappropriate 10 on Saturday. Um, I have a storytelling show. Oh, that show's in Burlington. Um, that's Totally Inappropriate. It's at the Social Club in Burlington. I think it's 8 o'clock. I think tickets are like 5 bucks or something like that. I don't know. Then there's also... Um, uh, the Worst, that's a storytelling show that I'm in with my good friend, with, with all the outlaws, will be telling a story. It's, it's a storytelling show. Not, I'm, I'm just going to tell a story. I don't know what I'm going to tell yet. I haven't figured it out. I may figure it out then. But it should be a good time. That's at the Marquee. I think I've mentioned everything that I like to mention in the podcast. Especially, well, wait, nope. The last thing is sponsors. This is the time when I list all the sponsors. No sponsors. So if you want to sponsor the Kevin, the, I can't even say my own damn name of the podcast, right? If you want to sponsor the McTaggart Attack podcast, find me. I'll do anything for money. That's my, that's my saying. If you want me to sponsor your stuff, I will sponsor your stuff. Just come get me. Let me know. Seriously. Or if you want some, if you're looking, if you know somebody that wants to sponsor a podcast, Get us together, and we can strike a deal. And I will talk about your product on my podcast, where over two dozen people listen. I have over 600 downloads now. So if that, 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 that reaches something, so we can, we can talk about that. You can promote my podcast, and I'll, I'll promote your product. All right, that's all I've got for this uh, episode. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you think. Tell me what you think. Uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Either to my face 
or through social media, like I just mentioned. Um, have a great time, everybody. Night, everybody. See you all next time at episode 57 with whatever the hell I talk about there. I'm not really sure. And now I have to think about a damn title for this one, which I'll figure out at some point, obviously, because you'll see it. All right, that's it. I'm done.